episode of Let's Talk Deer, brought to you by Grandpa Ray Outdoors, owned by Mr. John O'Brien. John's a Midwestern guy He's around the Midwestern, Wisconsin area. He's been an agronomist uh, for over 29 years, so he knows seed, he knows soil, and he knows what white-tailed deer need. John has a large seed company, Grandpa Ray Outdoors, but also he's in educating. He's one of the best educator seminar, platform speaker, uh, communicator for soil, water, and cover. The soil brings the food, the water hydrates, and the cover keeps them safe. So that's what Whitetail needs. So any questions at all about seed, go to GrandpaRayOutdoors.com. Let's Talk Deer does receive compensation from Grandpa Ray Outdoors for mentioning him on my show. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Deer. This is your host, Bruce Hutchins, sitting in Colorado, and I'm heading to um, northeastern Iowa in Brandon Medlin. Brandon is a co-founder of Scrapestick. Brandon, welcome to the show. Thanks, Bruce. Glad to be here. Hey, we had a great warm-up. I, I start telling stories, and I got to laugh. I'm going, man, just let the other person talk, but it just... You know, you went to go elk hunting, and I'm going, oh, yeah, well, I can. <laughs> it's just funny. Like you said, it's campfire talk, and we both love oh, that. Man. So, you know, it's all good. So, Brandon, you know, you and I have a mutual friend, Art Helen, on the season TV, and uh, he's a photographer and just all-around super, super guy. And um, Art wanted us to get together so I could do um, – a promo for your for your business and so why don't you tell people a little bit about yourself and then mm -hmm. let's roll right into scrape sticks thanks bruce yeah brandon medlin here uh we're located here in cedar falls iowa uh the product uh, that i was co-founder co-owner of is scrape stick um to make it really simple what we've developed is a mock scrape system uh when we designed this product um you know, people look at it, you know, and think, scratch their heads, like, how did you create something so simple? But really, that's what it is. It, it's it's stupid simple. Uh, we wanted a product that was going to be really versatile in how and where you put this into this tool. And um, the idea behind it is really the licking branch. You know, making a scrape is as simple as taking your boot and, you know, kicking up the dirt in a two-foot diameter. So when we created the tool, the idea was it needs to be put anywhere. So you could strap it, you could screw it. And what most people love about our product is its ability to slide on top of a T-post. And so we went through probably 20 iterations of trying to get this simple design made. Um, and we, we pulled it off. And we launched it here about a year and a half ago at ATA, uh, at our first ATA show we went to. We were there really trying to reach a level of validation is the best word to describe, I think, what we were doing there. And based on the response that we got from people and, and meeting folks like Art, um, Helen, at that show, uh, we started to believe maybe we have something, and that's at, at what time we decided to move it forward as a business. And so I actually have the scrape stick here. Yeah, in let's, I was going to ask you, let's see yeah. one. Yeah, so here's your scrape stick. Um, I always love it when people can hold one in their hands themselves because what you're going to feel is this thing is solid. It's a glass nylon plastic injection molded product. So this product is designed like I would mentioned. You can see there's four pilot holes maybe in the camera if I can hold it up here. The four pilot holes allow you to screw it. So let's say you have a cedar post and you want to put it out in your food plot. That is the best way to secure it to a cedar post. Like a trail camera, it's also got a strap slot here. So it comes to the consumer with an actual strap. It comes with the screws. 
but like I mentioned, the most popular feature, if you look on the bottom of the unit here, this is our T-post feature. So everybody has got T-posts laying around, or if you don't, your neighbor has one. So what they do is they like to take T-posts, pound them out in their food plots or where there are no trees. I shouldn't even say food plots, open areas, you know, those pinch points, if you're hunting over a field edge or whatever. Whatever you're wanting the deer to start making community scrapes, this is where you're going to put it. It's just natural for us as hunters. We're wanting to put it in an open area because as an archery hunter, that's where you likely are going to take your shot. The product was designed with three ways to install it, but it's not the most important features as, let me show you here real quick, is the adjustable arm. So the adjustable arm is going to go, it's got a, uh, this knob here will loosen it and then tighten it back down, but you get the branch height. For us in Iowa, it's about four feet off the ground. So you can really dial in that branch height. Once that branch is set to the right height, you're going to go ahead and insert the branch here. And you may or may not be able to see here, but there's metal jaw teeth that are designed with this. And it's a spring-loaded adjustment here. So this is going to bite down on your branch because that is one of the most important features because when we used to do this for fun on our farms, you could zip tie things, screw, screw branches into cedar posts. You could do a lot of things. But the branch would constantly break, get ripped out, whatever it may be. I can tell you this metal jaw tooth is designed to hang onto that branch if a buck is ripping at it. It can't prevent that branch from breaking. But if it does break, it's an easy release and tighten back up. So you pop a new branch in and, and now you're right back to having another licking branch over that active scrape site. So <clears throat> this is, that's really all the features of this tool. The T-Post, like I said, is the most popular. It's very open so that if you've got like a second, third generation T-Post that's been banged up, mushroom topped head, this is opened up to fit all of those T-Posts. And this knob here, what it's going to do, it's going to open up. So when you get it on top of the T-Post, you can lock it down so it can't come off of a T-Post. I would say about 70% of our people use that feature. And then, you know, second and third of that would be your strapping and screwing um, abilities to set this up. This is your best tool in your toolbox if you're about making mock scrapes. It's very simple. It's easy. No tools in the field. And like I said, when that branch breaks, when you're going back out to your stand and you walk by it, it's as simple as pulling that one out and popping your new one in. It takes less than 10 seconds. So that's 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 What's the price point. What What's designed. the price point of that? We we retail these at $34.99. On our website, we do do a special of $89.99 for a three pack. Okay, do, do you have a promo code that we can share with people? I didn't ask you before. I'm sorry about that, but I should have. Yeah, yeah, we, What's can your promo do code? A, we can do a promo code, and we can set it up and post that with, you know, the link, I think, when you publish this. But we can right. do, like, Let's Talk Deer as a promo code for you. Sure. And we would open that up for a period of time. But let's call it Let's Talk Deer, and we'll okay. call that the promo code for now. Should anything change, we'll certainly put that in a link with the uh, video. Yeah, let's do that and just send me an email after this. Say, hey, Bruce, use this promo code, and then you get, what do you think, a 10% off, 20% off, 15? We'll, we'll, yeah, we can figure, figure that it out. out. We'll yeah, post, figure it we'll out. We'll post it with the video. Yep. Yeah, so let me know on that. So when I do the show notes and everything, I can direct that and, um, you know, um, send the link, you know, to Scrapesick. Now let's yeah. talk about, you know, let's talk about um, – a 40-acre parcel. How many of these should you put out? A hundred of them. Okay. <laughs> that ain't going to work. I think it's really user preference. What I like to tell people is think about 
you got to every farm's different, you know, and you could have a, an individual who has 200 acres that only has three scrape sticks. And you've got somebody with 40 acres, which I happen to know somebody who's got eight out. Um, it's about how do you want to develop a social network? And that's what these deer are doing. So if you've got a food plot and let's just say you've got a stand on the west edge and the east edge to cover different wind directions. OK, this is an area that you're trying to pull the deer into. And so if you're hunting a stand and you have a shooting lane out into that food plot, CRP, whatever that may be, that is a distraction point for the deer. That is a communication point for those deer. So that is exactly where you're going to want to place these. Okay. So I always tell everybody one for every stand, one for every camera, you know, and if it, if need be start with one or two, just so that you can start to figure out how this plays in your strategy. And from there you start adding more to your arsenal. Folks, we know that deer communicate and communal scrapes, and I've seen in Eau Claire County, probably the biggest one, and it was probably 20 feet by 20 feet. It was huge. And it was just like, oh, my goodness. And it was at a pitch point, a creek, and ag fields were on both sides. Of, you know, perfect storm to have a communal scrape. And if you've never seen a communal scrape, you know, you'll know it when you see it because it's just not a football. It's not two by two. It's, it's huge. It looks like a couple of bulls get in there and, and ripped it up. It really does. And it's fun, you know, fun to see. Um, I found them hard to hunt though. They can be hard to hunt. Um, I think you're going to find it, that the activity certainly picks up when rut approaches. You got to remember part of the reasons I think a lot of people, including ourselves, we use these is the word we use is called taking inventory, I guess. Inventory is the word. Um, you know, to pattern and position a buck during rut is easier said than done. Okay, so while it's easy to advertise, hey, this is a tool to help you pattern and position, which it certainly will, and it has, and there are stories to be shared about individuals who, you know, watch that buck come out, use that scrape site every night between six and seven and boom on the fourth night i got it done right um, those stories are there i would say that it, it doesn't happen that way for everybody and they're nocturnal animals you know during certain periods of the year and that's when they're checking their scrape sites so but the, don't you know don't lose sight of this being a great tool for you to at least take inventory and getting the deer very familiar with this communication post i mean this is a community scrape site but the best way to describe it for some people is it's a communication post Deer all it's a coffee bucks. shop. I call it it's, I call <laughs> white tail coffee shops. <laughs> call it whatever you want to call it, but it is a gathering area. And, 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 you know, for us, when we get them put out, I promise you, and this isn't, you know, me selling it um, in all honesty, every, usually and everybody tells me the same. It's less than 24 hours deer when they see it. It's a visual thing. They're creatures of habit. When they see a low hanging branch out in the open. They're curious. They're going to come in and they're going to scent check them or they're going to, they're going to rub on them. Um, that preorbital gland below the eye for the users that aren't as familiar with it. When you see those deer with their heads up and especially the bucks during rut, they're rubbing that gland on there. There is a secretion coming out onto that branch. So that scent is starting to be traded amongst deer within usually less than 24 hours, so long as they can see it. Kickstarting it is important. So getting the ground kicked up so they understand exactly what to do with that site or what it may be is important. But you're going to have all natural scent on that scrape site within less than 24 hours. I, I can almost guarantee that and promise that to most of my people, so long as you have deer in the area. Um, and so, therefore, when the deer start using it, they naturally will take that over. And as rut starts to pick up 
Okay, well, that's when you're going to see daytime activity. So you've got trail cameras on these because why? Because we're taking inventory. And let's be honest, it's a lot of fun, especially if you run them on video mode. I mean, for us, we like our videos now. We used to do everything still images, three shot. We turn them on video mode. You certainly got to put a bigger SD card in there. But to watch those deer on your property come into that and actually physically use them, it's a hell of a lot of fun. But you are at the same time taking inventory. What's the frequency he's coming in? It may be less about time as you're coming into early season and pre-rut. Um, it's, you know, if you can pattern them, great. But ultimately what you're trying to achieve and understand is who's in the area and how often are they coming in here? For deer and communication, they'll chew on the stick, they'll lick the stick, and they'll put mm -hmm. the gland on the stick, okay? Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, when the rut comes, their secretion from their hocks are also dripping down. So you've got a lot of scent being sure. put out there. And then also when the does during the rut, they come in and they pee, then the pheromones and they'll lip curl and, and they'll they'll scent check them. You know, how ready mm -hmm. are they to, you know, go into estrus? So you put all this information in, folks, it's a lot of information. I mean, it really is. If you start... Mm -hmm studying okay the communication aspect of whitetails not hunting whitetails just understanding how they're communicating with other whitetails on your farm and it's really critical if you want to up your game so to speak not just hunt whitetails but understand the whitetail then really dive into this and scrape sticks allows you to start gathering a tremendous amount of information, just why did he do that? Or why did she do that? And then you can go and get the answers because I don't have all the answers. Brandon does not have all the answers, but there's enough collective information out there that can help you become a better hunter. Because as you, in my opinion, as you understand how deer communicate, then that will make you a better hunter because you'll see, you'll start seeing trends because scrape sticks will work the whole year. I don't have any. I don't have any on the farm. I'm going to get some, put them on the farm, along with um, the hemp rope thing that Art and I talked about, you know, above uh, mock scrapes. But there's a lot of techniques. But if you wanted to take inventory of your deer on your property, big or small, then this is a great tool that they, you know, you can have the thing set up in, in five minutes set up your camera, 10 minutes, you're done. And now you have 24 seven, 365 opportunities to observe your deer and find out the deer on your thing. How is that for a promo? That's a hell of a promo. I appreciate that, Chris. <laughs> I guess I'll have to cut you a check at the end. It's a, and, uh, it's a fun tool. And again, it's a tool in the toolbox for people. I, you know, we, we like it when we have a lot. We just got done with the Iowa Deer Classic. A lot of the shows I know got canceled this year. Um, but it was a lot of fun this year at the Iowa Deer Classic, not because we're from Iowa, but because we had a lot of customers as far as Oklahoma that came up to find us to say, you didn't BS me last year. I thought, you know, is this another gimmicky thing? I mean, and they said, you know, one guy came up and he bought 18 of them. He said, I need 18. He, you know, he takes the stroller. He had his baby in the stroller, takes his baby out of the stroller, loads the whole stroller up, walks away holding the baby in the stroller. The success of this kind of came full circle for us, I think, when we see all of these customers from last year when we first launched it, to say, this thing is no joke. It makes my life easy. It's a simple tool to use. And to be honest, it just works. You know, there's no secret sauce to mock scrapes. If you're 
into bow hunting, you understand what a scrape is likely. Now, taking it to the next level of really understanding the science, to your point, Bruce, that is a whole other level of understanding things. And this is a tool that's only part of that process. That's why it's a system. You know, this tool is going to make your life easy as far as placing that scrape site someplace that there is no scrape, likely out in the open. And there's a lot of ways to achieve it. Um, and I encourage folks, if, you, if you're afraid of spending the $34, then go out and make one for yourself and test it out. I promise you, once you do those enough, you're going to find success and you're also going to find frustration because when the branches break and you don't have zip ties in your pocket again or the screws or your screwdriver to recreate it, you're going to really wish you had the tool because it's going to make your life a lot easier. Um, so that's who we developed it for. This is Bruce Hutchin with a special message about my relationship with Burner.com. Burner HD is a non-lethal pistol that's available now on the web at Burner. Com. If you go to the web and use my promo code LTD2020, you're going to get a 10% discount on all Burner products. So again, Let's Talk Deer has a discount promo code LTD2020 for all Burner products. Go check them out. They're great. Now, do I put this, I'm thinking one pinch point, I'm thinking I've already got 10 <laughs> placed on my farm. <laughs> anyway, that's kind of crazy. But I'll spread them around. I'm fortunate to hunt, you know, different farms in Wisconsin. So that's where I started my deer hunting. But saying that, so I'm thinking of my pinch point, okay, there's a traditional scrape licking branch that's been there forever. I mean, mm -hmm. they keep pruning it back and pruning it back, and then it grows, and they prune it back and prune it back. Okay. And one of the cousins has a, you know, 20-foot stand right on top of it because he's killed deer from there. I mean, it's just – you know, it, you're going to yeah, kill absolutely. deer from there. You know, yeah. and I I had a big eight point come by me. I sit on the ground now because I'm older, and um, I can't. I'll won't go up to a hang on stand 20 feet in the air anymore. It just you know a double maybe ladder stand 10 feet up. <laughs> <laughs> but I no go on the ground. But I I had one buck come straight at me licking branch he did the whole thing and then he just kept straight and the wind was perfect and i said i wonder how close he's going to get before he sees me and i was under an oak that had the branches came down not quite to there were about four feet it was it's a perfect setup because how how tall is the deer at the shoulder four feet yeah so you're right in there right depends on where the viewers are but for us right. in iowa we're talking four feet yeah yeah, so it's so it's a perfect setup, and I just waited, 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 and I knew I wasn't gonna. When I first saw him from a hundred yards, I knew I wasn't gonna kill him, and so I just sat there and I said, "This is gonna be fun." <laughs> and finally, I mean, he he was inside ten yards, folks, and and finally, finally, he, he came by me. He was going from right to left. He came by me, and. All of a sudden, he threw his hands up, head up, and just blew up and, and took off. And that's – I share this with you folks because you can hear my voice. And so this – that's what gets me excited now. How close I can get to the buck, be in the right place, and if I wanted to kill him, I could have killed him as many times as it took to you – know, I hunt with a crossbow. So, you know, he was a dead deer. Um, but the fun of it is watching their behavior. And again, getting back to grape sticks, the more you start watching deer behavior and not hunting deer, but observing deer, 
it'll make you a better hunter. That's my two cents. I'm sorry, I'm I'm, ran, I'm rambling on here, but no, you know, I, I'd love talking about this. You know, yeah, you're, I, no, you're doing a great job. I, I, you know, you know, we talk we talk about a lot about positioning the deer. I mean, positioning the deer is a big part of that. So, in, in your story, your family, whomever, right, is hunting that stand they've hunted for 20 years. It's it's the kill zone. It's where the deer naturally are always going to funnel. They're going to move through there. Um, it's the path of least resistance for them. So what we do, what we hear sometimes is some people say, well, that old scrape side or that licking branch, you know, eventually kind of went away. You know, the branch broke and the, or the tree became so mature, it pushed that branch up. The deer stopped using it. Um, you know, in all of those scenarios, you can literally take the device and just screw it right back into that existing tree and pop a new branch in it because they're going to continue to use that scrape site. Sometimes we hear from people, I have a lot of scrapes already on my property. And I'm like, I, I'm sure everybody's got a lot of scrapes on their property. If you have if you deer, have deer you, yes, if you have everybody's deer. got them. The one thing that I would like to point out is, is it's not about trying to make more scrapes because you don't have enough of them. This is about putting the scrape where you want it. You know, if you've got a spot where you found a scrape site, how many times have you looked at it and thought, you know what, rut's approaching, I know there's gonna be daytime activity, I wanna get a tree stand put right here at 20 yards and everything is a six inch, you know, yearling tree and you have no place to hang a stand. It's a great scrape site, but you've got no options. So what I try to encourage people and challenge people is think about where do you wanna hang the stand? Because it's gotta be relatively close to where the deer are already naturally moving. But figure out where you wanna hang the stand and then come back out and set up the scrape site, okay? Because the deer will come off the trails to check the scrape sites. So start with the stand placement for your wind direction, clear shots, you know, where, where every, everything's safe and easy to access, and then set up your scrape site. Deer's not gonna stop using what's already naturally there. That's, that's gonna happen. This is where you wanna put one where, I oftentimes talk about food plots because there's no trees usually in a food plot, right? So that is why a lot of folks will hunt over food plots. Those food plots could be two acres, three acres sometimes. And for a deer to come into a food plot, that deer may stay on that side of that food plot, which is a total disadvantage to you. But if you give them a reason to come into where you want them in the food plot, that's where a lot of times you're gonna enhance your chances of success. So think about it in that way too. You know, I just, I wanna bring that point up because some people immediately think I've got a scrape site and I've hung a stand over a scrape site. And I'm going, perfect, you're, you're good. And, and uh, this may not be a tool you need. But for others that are sitting there going, gosh, there's that scrape site. And it, it's, it's to your point, right? It's this wide, you know, it's five, six foot in diameter because it's used every year. Well, if you don't have that perfect setup for it, it, it's tough to hunt over. It's a great place to set up your trail camera maybe. But where are you hunting? Where do you want to the deer to come in and start using the scrape site? This is a good tool for that. So, folks, we're, we're bouncing a lot, and I'm sharing stories, and, and that's all good. But Brandon, you know, it wants to help you become a better deer hunter, harvest deer, have a better experience, and this simple tool will allow you, and I'm going to use the word, manipulate the deer on your farm, on your property, be where you want them to be rather than you trying to be where they are historically. And so if you get that connection and you say, wait a minute, you mean I can move 10 feet, 20 feet? Yes, you can. There's no question about it. I use decoys because when I'm sitting on the ground, I want them to see something other than me. And all of a sudden they'll go, what's that? And they're dead. Mm -hmm. 
if I choose to kill them. I mean, they come in, I know everything's set up, they'll they'll pop on that decoy and they'll go, oh, and they'll, their eyes will go right to that, and then as soon as that happens, I can kill them. And so you, you take a tool, a simple tool, and it is very simple. Okay, but think about the application, and it's a 365 application. It's just not a rut application. It's just not, oh, the scrapes, I'm seeing scrapes open up. Well, folks, deer scent check all year round. They just do because they're very social animals. And so, You're you know, right, that's, Bruce. That's, that's what I want to say about that. Licking branches are used 365 days a year. That is a fact. And there's plenty of studies to, you know, that have shown that. We know right. a lot of, some, some of us know that. Um, we, we oftentimes think it's a, you know, during rut only because we see the scraping activity. You know, like you'd mentioned urinating down the tarsal gland, right, to, to set up the, the, the actual fresh dirt. So, um, but the licking branches, they are social creatures, and they use, you know, nonverbals, oftentimes scent, and that's where they're licking. They can taste. They know. Um, you know, those are used 365 days a year. We do have customers that want to keep those sites active for those deer all year round. So they keep these units out, you know, year after year after year. Um, they are designed to withstand weather and time. You know, they're going to take some abuse. They're so plastic, keep... nylon, or whatever. What, what are they yeah, made Yeah, they're glass, nylon mix, plastic injected. Yeah, so they're, they're, they're heavy. They're indestructible. I mean, yeah. Yes, they are. And so weather, everything else, um, I mean, do, do things happen sometimes? Sure, anything could probably happen. I'm sure you could come up with some way of taking a bat to this thing and breaking it. But, um, you know, at the price point, we've tried to pack in the best we can into quality to make sure that you can keep these out all year. Um, and the last point I want to offer up is we've talked a lot about hunting um, and putting these in your shooting lanes or distraction points like you just mentioned. It's another tool if you want. When they come into the shooting lane, they don't catch you when you're going to draw back but rather they, they are focused on the scrape site itself, giving you an opportunity as a hunter to make an ethical shot. Um, but the last thing is, you know, I like to always point out for people, we talk about inventory. I will promise you every buck within that area that, that's, that you set this up by will be on that camera within likely a week, um, coming in as they're curious to figure out, okay, there's this new scrape site, and they learn that it's a community scrape site. So you'll get inventory. But if you've ever hunted, you've noticed how deer will skirt around cameras at times and, and you, you go, that deer's only been there once this whole week. Really, that deer may have been there eight times that week. It doesn't take much for a deer to move left or right five, 10 feet and you miss that opportunity to understand that deer was in the area. So you rule out the fact that he's local, um, you know, possibly, and I'm not saying that for a lot of people, but just think about it a little bit that this is a tool that moves at five to 10 feet. And that's going to make the difference of you getting an opportunity of getting a picture, a video, whatever it may be as evidence of his activity to help you pattern or position that deer. Um, so for even trail camera usage, I mean, certainly that use case alone, um, it's, it's a really highly effective tool. I really enjoyed this. I know you gotta, you gotta be someplace and we got to, uh, wrapped this up. So let's tell people how to get a hold of you, um, website, all the particulars about um, getting to the scrape yes, site. Absolutely. Um, you know, as I'd like to, you know, I'd love for everybody to follow us on uh, Facebook and Instagram. You know, we, 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 we try our best to constantly stay in communication with all of our customers and followers. Uh, so you can look us up at, you know, Scrapestick, as it, as it sounds, and that's how it's spelled. 
um, on both of those platforms. Um, to purchase the product, um, we'll certainly post a promo code for everybody listening um, to give you an opportunity to try it out if you haven't already and get you a little bit of a discount. But you will find that at www.scrapestick.com. Um, that is our website, and you can go there, and you can certainly reach out to us. It has contact information as well as purchase the product. Um, but otherwise, yeah, be sure to follow us, our content on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, we do our best to upload real footage. You know, oftentimes it's all trail camera footage. It's not professionally uh, made footage. It's, it's real, and, you know, we have a lot of it, and we love to share it with our customers, and we always ask our customers to share it with us uh, when they're willing because we love to post that on our social media. But that's the best way to get a hold of us. Brandon, it's just been a pleasure having you on. And, you know, I, I do get I do get wound up and, and I love talking whitetails, not just hunting whitetails, because everybody loves to hunt whitetails. But you start, you know, whitetail 101 is OK, but I really get into the higher level, you know, the master's degrees and Ph.D degrees and and um like bill winky i mean he's been studying whitetails forever uh larry yes. wisham um been staring you know studying whitetails forever drury brothers on and on and on those are people that you know but here's here's something that i found out for every guy that i just mentioned there's hundreds of guys that really know how to hunt deer and have been very successful. I have one friend, and I was surprised. I got to call him today. He's a cranberry grower, and he, he just popped up on social media. And I met him in Buffalo County over 10 years ago, 15 years ago, when we were hunting Buffalo County. And um, he's probably one of the most successful. I put him right up there with Dan Infelt for being one of the most successful big buck you know, hunters and yeah. because he had a business and he did it for pure joy. And I've got, like I said, I'm going to call him and say, are you going, are you coming off the radar, going on the radar? Are you going to start a business or whatever? And um, you, you think about that, but there's so much information. We talked about rock slide when we were talking about elk hunting. I, yeah. I love hunting elk folks. And so we were talking about rock sliding, rock slide because Brandon, you know, he and his crew want to come and, and hunt the West, hunt the Rockies, chase elk, and um, which is very similar to hunting whitetails. And I was told that when I first came out West and hired, it was a DIY drop camp, blah, blah, blah. And the guy said, I love guys from Wisconsin. They're more successful than even locals because they know how to hunt. And and I did kill, I did kill a bull on that first hunt. With my rifle, I didn't kill it with, with a bow, but he said, you guys really know how to hunt well and understand the animals and everything along that line. And it held true, um, you know, on that hunt. And so if you're from the Midwest, if you're from out east and stuff, you have the tools already. If you're a good whitetail hunter, you can come out west and figure it out and be successful. Final thoughts? Final thoughts? No, I like to always be on record. You know, I mean, for us, we when we launched this, we by no means are we experts of deer. And you, you listed off a great group of names of people, a couple of which I've had the honor of meeting. And, you know, we're students no different than most hunters. And it's, it's constantly trying to learn more about what we do as hunters and how can we be better as hunters and, and how do we make good with what we do. And so for 
for Scrapestick, you know, when we started it, we've learned a lot. And most of that information has come from our customers that are likely far better hunters than ourselves. Um, I provide a, 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 you know, a tool of Scrapestick to help out, but I know many other people that have far more educated me on hunting than, than I've been able to, uh, to help them. So um, I always encourage people to give us a shot, share your stories with us. Uh, we love hearing about the use cases because it helps us where we can share back to others and other ways of trying to use the tool to make them a better and more effective hunter. Um, Art Helen's a good example of that. Art is a land management specialist. Um, he's genius on a lot of topics, and Art has educated me a lot um, on other ways of using the product that I never thought, I never once thought about it. So if you happen to get one, I always just please share, share your, your story, share your pictures, your videos with us on social media. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, Bruce, I, I appreciate the opportunity today to be on your show. My pleasure. I can't wait to meet you in person. We'll make that happen soon enough.